This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time. I'm back with my Tuesday guest, Omar, my real estate entrepreneur. How are you doing, sir? Pretty good. What's up, Michael? What's up, everybody? Hey, man, this episode... We're all fired up. Let's get fired up. Let's make some money, right? <laughs> hey, this episode, I, wanted, I want to talk to agents specifically. And also investors who work with agents or sellers, but really this one is for agents, right? You run a brokerage, you lead you lead agents, you lead teams. I work with hundreds of agents uh, in my area and around the country. I want agents to realize that the next six months might be some of the hardest times to be an agent because your work is changing. You have to realize that you're no listing list to last. I believe is a saying I, I've taken from you. Yeah. That listing conversation needs to be different. Your sellers are going to likely have unrealistic expectations because they've been listening to the media for a year and they've been saying stuff is crazy. The market is the market in August is not April and not everybody understands that. So um, I just want to talk to agents right now. What, what, what are you seeing? What are you telling people going on in your world? So right now, um, if you're an agent and you're new in the business or you're, you know, you've been in the business for a while, that whole aspect of letting people know the truth when you're meeting them as an agent. I walked away with five or six uh, contracts that I didn't get signed because I didn't want to have to deal with the headache. I didn't want to have to bring them down from Disneyland, meaning fantasy land, mm-hmm. meaning that they can try to get a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars more than they than the market is going to bear. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be honest. And honestly, me saying so, like. They may have listed their houses. I'm not, I haven't followed up. They will call me when the house does not sell. Yeah. The inexperienced, the inexperienced agent wants to have that little pat on the back because he got a signature. A signature doesn't mean shit when you're listing a house. Yeah. It's pricing it right to be able to sell. A signature does mean something if you're buying it because you better know your numbers yeah. and you better know your market. But in this case, it's, this will change agents are going to be um hit they're going to be punched in the face literally because they don't they won't know how to change they won't have that how to have that conversation with that seller yeah so one of the so again you know this but i'll share with the audience right i sold high-priced software for better part of two decades and i lived in a 90-day world that was high stress you know you could get fired for lack of a performance so Uh, One of the things you get really good at is having difficult conversations. Oh, for sure. Right. And whether it's, whether it's you and your client, you and your, you know, pre-sales agent, you and your sales peer, I mean, whoever it is, right. You have difficult conversations. And one of the things I could tell you is the earlier in the transaction, you have that difficult conversation, the better off you will be because Time is something you can't get back, right? I lived in a 90-day cycle. And if you had a difficult conversation on day seven, it was a lot better than day 87. Oh. You, have, you have time to fix it, repair, go find something else because maybe that person doesn't really want to sell. Like you said, right? 
I don't want your contract. If you if you think it's Disneyland at $399 and I'm telling you it's $299 and we can't meet somewhere closer, I don't want it. I, I don't get paid to you know put your little thing in the MLS. I get paid when it closes. Yeah. Right. And I need people to realize, right? If you're if you're letting an uh, uh, a a someone who's not an expert, and let's be clear, owners who have one home are not experts. They are frankly hiring you because you're the professional. So yep. be the professional and educate them, bring them information, have the difficult conversation day zero or day one, so that in three weeks, you don't have a phone call that goes something like this. Hey, you son of a blah, 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 blah. I had an open house. Nobody showed up. Where's the offer? You told me it would happen here. Blah, 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 blah. You suck. You suck. You suck. Click. That's going to happen. And it will happen without the open house part of it. Yeah. Like, why haven't I got any offers when yeah. my neighbors have sold? Yeah, they sold. <laughs> In April, they sold on the weekend. And I haven't sold yet, folks. August, not April. People need to realize that. That and they priced it perfectly and you want more. <laughs> exactly. Your, your house doesn't have a pool. It hasn't been updated. It's a corner lot versus the end of the coal. I mean, there's all kinds of things, right? All kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. But again, agents, um, the ones that have the difficult conversations day zero, they're going to, you're going, really what you do when you do that is you protect your time, Right. What, let's say you have seven or eight listings. If you have seven or eight listings and five of them are Disneyland priced, your day sucks because four or five of your voicemails are horrible. However, if you go backwards and you have the difficult conversation up front, maybe you don't have seven listings, maybe you have four, but at least those are the right four. Yep. And you don't have Disneyland detracting from the other ones. So agents, it, it, and again, it's so hard, especially if you're a new agent, right? Omar, you've got two years or less. And all you've known is the last 18 months. Oh. Like, dude, all I got to do is list. I get all these stupid offers. I don't have to do anything. I go out and buy my BMW and eat, you know, fancy sushi all the time. It's crazy. And, and, and this is where it looks crazy. The last two years, a new agent. Oh, damn. I made a hundred thousand bucks. I made $150,000. Dude, I am. This is awesome. I can't wait to keep doing it. But then they're going to be like, they're going to be used to that type of um, appreciation right now. Mm -hmm that they don't care about scripts and dialogues. They don't they're not doing about, the work. They're not doing any of the work. They're just getting, they're getting by because of the market. That's what I preach with my guys here, everybody. I was like, don't, don't, don't rest on this because this is where you're going to get buried later. Yeah. Unless you figure out the, the, the conversation to have the difficult one up front. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'd rather be a little bit more conservative then try to, to, to shoot for the moon. Uh, absolutely. And again, we're going to talk about that in episode number three, because I believe one of the outcomes of a changing market, because let's be clear, I've been following the consumers. I've been working in sales forever. And um, let's just say when time is good, lots of salespeople, real estate agents and software reps, they get lazy. They get big heads. They get big egos. Frankly, they I, you, oh, this is terrible. I have known dozens of software sales reps who've made over half a million dollars a year. And then the next year they are bankrupt. Really? Think about that. Yeah. They go out and buy the second home. They go buy the three brand new whips. They'd start taking life-changing uh, vacations. And then the next year they don't blow out their number because they got a bigger quota, less, less accounts. 
and they can't, right? When you when your spending pattern relies on making half a million dollars a year and you only make 200, bankruptcy is in your future. And mm -hmm. I believe there's lots of real estate agents that are that like the new agent who's living on 100K a year because the market bailed them out, but their daily habits are more like 30K. Most of them are living on 100K or 80K. And then when they go back to making 30K, they're going to have their BMW repossessed. No, I... It's, and it, you just struck a chord right now, Michael, about that. It's like, and what he said, just to clarify, that you're, you have to go, you have to go make, call it a quarter million dollars to maintain the lifestyle. Just even. Okay? Just to stay even. If you're going to um, be in that position, you better know your business. And if you're in the real estate business, I say this all the time, increase your commitments to increase your um, your income, but that also means increase up here. That also means increase with conversation, with psychology, with everything else about how to become better at sales, how to become better at you know understanding people. But for those people that, oh yeah, like I'm just an agent. Well, you better start doing a little bit more than just being an agent making 250 because if you're spending, you bought the three whips, you bought the extra house, um, you better be on it. And if you're not, then you're going to be going backwards. And you don't, oh, by the way, you didn't buy any investment properties yeah. to pay for the stuff? Yeah. No. Done. 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 Yeah, folks. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Real estate agents, you're just like the software sales rep I worked with. Again, my opinion, only not putting in words in your mouth. But you get used to living a certain way. In the last 18 months, uh, we're pretty good 18 months for a real estate agent, especially if you had a, a Rolodex and you got listings. It was easy. Easy, man. You got spoiled. You got a little too lazy. Your disciplines fell off. You didn't work your network as much. Oh, can I add to this here? Because I have an agent who closed 15 deals in six months. Badass. Came out the gate super, super strong. Conversation I had with him is like, hey, you came out strong. The market's been helping you but you better get better at yourself in role playing and understanding it all because you think the last six months is going to be duplicated this next six months and you're going to do the same work. No, you got to do more work to do the same work yeah. or no more work to make the same income. Exactly. Right. Yep. Exactly. And Oh, by the way, if he, Oh, I don't know this individual at all. I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl. He's good. He's, no, good. He, he's good. He's, yeah. He's good, but he's younger. He's 21. Oh, wow. And, but he's crushing it, but I'm keeping him down. Right. Not as a, like, Hey, I want you to stay down. No, mentally. Don't let your ego get in the way. Yeah. Because you just started. You live in an apartment. You just started. Take that money, reinvest it. Like this is what I'm teaching them. And then I have some others that what's crazy is the environment that you're in is going to dictate how much more money you're going to be making. Yeah. And if, you think like, oh, I could be home because of COVID. And, and, oh, you have your little office space, this, that, and the other. It's cool. There is no, um, how, how do I say it? There, there's no duplication in an environment that everybody's on the phone, ringing the bell, making, making appointments. Then you sitting at home by yourself thinking you can do it at home. Mm. And that's what people are doing. Yeah. All good. But then when I check and you're at zero or one escrow, 
then don't tell me and tell you. Yeah, exactly. Folks, again, we talked about changing market being great for investors and finding deals and motivated sellers. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but for agents, and again, I, I bring this up because I worked in a commission world where sometimes you just catch lightning in a bottle, you come out super hot. Mm -hmm. um, I, 20, again, humble yourself, realize that the market has been a tremendous tailwind. I'm not saying you're not a rock star and you're the next you know, superstar, but realize the market has helped you. Uh, just keep going, keep doing the work, invest in yourself so you can make the next six months 30 and not 15. So exactly. Yeah, but human behavior is interesting. I've been following it for 30 years. Most people get lazy. They think they're special. I did it. I mean, I say this as someone who's done it, right? I thought I was the next Warren Buffett, turned seven grand into 200, got lazy, didn't do my disciplines, you know, frankly became a gambler because it was working. And then the 200 turned into 40. That did not feel well. Um, so again, I, I say this humbly as someone who experienced it at a younger age. So Omar, do me a favor. How can people be a part of your world? Or maybe if they want to buy or sell something in a high desert, how do you want that to happen? Reach out to me guys via IG or Facebook, just Omar Alfaro on Facebook, on IG at Omar underscore Alfaro, or you guys can uh, call me 760-559-9945. Folks, and just so you know, if you are a member of my course, he is in the Facebook group. Yep. So if you want to tag him there and ask questions, and I'm going to make him take a selfie and post it, post it in the Facebook group so other people get motivated. Thanks, Omar. You're welcome. Thanks, guys.